evening and welcome to Slam the Gavel, the show that tells it all regarding family court, other court issues, as well as CPS. I am your host, Marianne Petrie. I have a return guest back on. I have Thomas Pepe back on. He was last on January 9th of 2023, season four, episode six, where he spoke out on society and how it is designed to take what is theirs. Now, Thomas lost his father in 2020, and he didn't even know his father had passed and didn't even know an autopsy was done, stating that his father died of natural causes. However, the will went missing, and this has created such havoc in Thomas's life. Uh, Welcome you back, Thomas. You know, where are you at right now with your case? Good morning, Marianne, and thank you. Um, I love that. Where are you at? <laughs> yeah, where are you? So I just feel so bad with what you're going through, Marianne. I want. I almost want to say, no. Where are you at? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> because <laughs> oh, and we're, and we're joined by your family friend Ted, Ted Long. He is coming on. <laughs> Ted, yeah, I think. He, Hey, how you doing? Good. How are you? Hey, do you have your video on? Oh, hold on. Let me get my video on. <laughs> the the button. <laughs> Click the button. <laughs> the video button, Ted. Oh, I know. I got it. I don't know how to use it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> There you are. Hello. Good morning, Ted. Hey, good morning. Hey, thank you for joining us and supporting Thomas like this with, during this court issue he has going on with this will. Oh, uh, thank you for having me. Yes. So, you know, Thomas, what is happening now with your case? Oh boy. Um, <laughs> what's not happening with the case? Right. Um, Whatever, whatever um, the lawyers could create uh, to keep me from a hearing is what's happening. Um, this week was um, actually pure hell, uh, as I have a hearing scheduled for February first. And um, if we can go back, January third, I was supposed to have a hearing, and um, as we were. Entering the hearing, as I sat there for 45 minutes, the opposing uh, party's uh, attorney um, canceled that hearing. Um, They wanted a judge instead of a magistrate. um, As we're sitting there, um, it was canceled. So uh, I was very upset because I waited two years for that hearing. (laughs) And um, (laughs) I've been waiting a long time to uh, tell tell my father's side of the story and um, the opposing lawyers and my lawyer, I learned, um, are working together to make sure that I don't get to uh, tell my side of it. And, and that's where uh, the, um, the uh, crime and the crimes and the, the uh, wrongdoings come in. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm finding is it's, 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 it's the lawyers that uh, create this havoc and create this, um, um, these situations uh, to inflame 
and to fan the fires of, of uh, the already uh, horrific situations that, that uh, us family members go through, you know, mm-hmm. when we lose a loved one. Um, like you said, my father passed away in 2020, and uh, I haven't even started to mourn yet. Um, but that's going to come later because right now I have to do what I have to do for him. Mm-hmm. And um, so <clears throat> where we are now is that, uh, like I said, they do everything they can to keep me getting from a hearing. Um, right after my January 3rd hearing, there was a deposition scheduled for January 13th. Um, in which uh, my lawyer and the opposing lawyer did everything they could, but practically hit me over the head with a frying pan and, you know, drag me into this uh, hearing, which I totally refused Um, because it doesn't make sense for me to be deposed when I haven't had a hearing yet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Here's another thing. Um, I've purchased six houses in my lifetime. I have never had to have three different three contracts written and rewritten. Mm-hmm. I have never had thirteen people uh, to get uh, the sale of uh, to, to to buy a house. Right? It was myself and a realtor, you know, <laughs> and, and maybe his attorney <laughs> at the end. And so, what they do, uh, I call it the in and out. Um, in my case, and this starts from my my sibling Stephen. Uh, in and out, in and out. So the first group of people go in and they have a, you know, they, they do a certain amount of uh, deeds and then they're pulled out and then a second set is send in, sent in to f- complete whatever the task is and each set doesn't know what the other one is doing. So when you go to try to find out who did what when, nobody knows what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And it's so confusing that you give up. It's or, that, uh, go ahead. Or you think, oh, it's a mystery. My twin loves to say, it's a mystery. And I keep saying, there's no mystery in life. Mm-hmm. It's an answer. It's like they create an element of confusion. Yes. And this is what drags all these cases out. Yes. And this is how they make their money. Mm-hmm. And they, they switch little words around. Um, they were calling the deposition uh, your deposition. And I'm saying to myself, I, I don't say it to them, right? But I'm saying to myself, my deposition. <laughs> I didn't ask to be deposed. <laughs> right. And that's how they do it. Mm-hmm. Your deposition. So you think that you're going in and you're going to depose someone. No, they were going to depose me. They were going to get rid of me. And you did not participate. No. Uh, another thing, uh, I had my my attorney and I uh, had discussed over the phone uh, what um, reasons are for not attending the deposition. Because I asked them, what are, what are some reasons? Um, because I wasn't going to go. And uh, I had said, well, maybe one of them is I'll go to the doctor, you know, because I suffer from PTSD. I said, and this is certainly stressing me out. I said, I'll, I'll go see my doctor and, uh, and I'll give you a doctor's note. But then I thought about it after we hung up, I thought about it and I had sent him an email mm-hmm. and I asked him to please use these words in my email, uh, attend the deposition because he was going no matter what, attend the deposition on my behalf and read this email to the court reporter. And it talked about uh, the wrongdoings and the criminality. 
and that as a court-appointed uh, administrator, I, it, I could not attend the deposition in the best interest of the estate because of my findings of wrongdoing and criminality. And um, instead, he re went to the deposition and reported I was sick. Not only did I send that email to my attorney, uh -huh. I also sent it to the opposing attorney. Oh, good. But he didn't read it either. So the opposing attorney, when I sent him this email, um, probably two nights before the deposition, emailed me back and said he was it was unlawful what I was doing and was going to have me sanctioned. No, they didn't put any sanctions on you, did they? No. <clears throat> um, Thank goodness. He certainly tried to intimidate me and threaten me and make me think and feel, uh, you know, because that's what this is about, you know. Uh, these lawyers use words to um, to dictate your thoughts and your emotions. You know, when you when you're when you have an emotion, you be you act right. Mm -hmm. And in these situations, how could you not be emotional when you're talking about something? Oh, yes, right. It, when when people tell me, oh, don't don't be emotional, don't be emotional. How are you asking me not to be human? Mm -hmm. How? It's my father. <laughs> I'm right. <laughs> who 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 uh, is no longer here? <clears throat> I have I have so many questions uh, regarding uh, his passing, and you expect me not to be emotional? I think you're nuts. <laughs> and uh, I would never deny my emotions because um, uh, being vulnerable doesn't make you stupid. Mm -hmm. It only makes you vulnerable. Right, right. A and it only makes you stronger to be vulnerable in front of people because most people see vulnerability as stupidity. Um, I know better. It's not stupidity. It's just an emotion. Uh, mm -hmm. The fact that I, the fact that I, um, feel vulnerable uh, means I'm sad, I'm hurt, uh, I, I'm confused, whatever, whatever the emotion of vulnerability means for you, right? Um, so for me, it could mean a number of things, but I'm not afraid to show that emotion because that's uh, part of me. Mm -hmm. And I don't deny any part of it, you know, anywhere. Well, um, and what they put you through, and, and from what, what you have told me before, even in the last podcast we did, and we've talked on the phone several times before we even did a podcast, but they run people through the mill and they, I mean, I'm speaking, I guess, for myself, probably you as well, correct me if I'm wrong, but they, they just drag you through these, these hoops and by the time you're just so exhausted. And, Oh, <laughs> and then they wonder why you you're something. emotional. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anytime you say something, it's like I want to. I can't get the words out fast enough. Um, exhausted. I think this week, some of the days, uh, most of the days, I slept 22 hours because it, well, it's it's almost like you be you, you get to this really big. Oh my god! Oh my god! And then yes, ripped out yes. from underneath you. It's like it's it is. It's 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 so exhausting. Uh, the high and low that you, you almost pass out. And yeah. uh, I was with Ed one day and, and I had gone through, you know, with the lawyer 
and he saw it and he just like was wow it's uh that fast and mm. i'll let ted speak on that part <clears throat> what the part that you can talk about the part with the just the lawyer itself or and just being exhausted and the process of it and you oh yeah witnessing it from a little bit of a distance <clears throat> i mean i've seen i've seen him from you know, since his father died back in late 2020, I mean, it's been just an ongoing process and battle with him where he's like, instead of, like he was saying, instead of being able to mourn and, you know, be at peace with all of that, he's having to like fight and dig through all this stuff. And it's just, I've seen the toll it's taken on him and it's, it's like he lives it and breathes it every single day. I mean, it's just a constant constant battle, a constant, um, just up and down for him. I mean, I, I've seen like every aspect of it. It's, I know it's very trying for him. And they'll have, they'll have good days where as this, you know, like he was saying with the buildup and everything looks like it's still going to be ending soon. And it looks like it is. And then, you know, here's something else. It's like, it's constant, like, like dangling a carrot in front of, you know, a rabbit and then jerking it away at the last minute. And then you have to run and get back and get it. It's, it's very tedious. And I know just watching it, is exhausting. I know for him, it has to be, you know, it's a million times worse because he's right in the middle in the thick of it. Yeah. Yeah. You described all that perfectly. You know, and how sad that this is how they treat litigants. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, it, I just see it's, you know, it's kind of, um, yeah, I've, I've never, I've never seen anything like this. I'm not, um, you know, the most I've ever dealt with a court is trying. That was a story. Ted is a very, very sweet story. Which, uh, what, what's <laughs> your, your uh, grandma warden, your granny warden, with her, with her children when she passed? Oh yeah, I mean, when my when my grandmother passed away, I mean, she has, you know, she had seven living children when she passed away, and their estate was settled in like less than six months um Seven no problem years. yeah no problem just you know not not an issue at all and it just it just amazes me to see um it's, it's it's very sad or tragic to me to see family members fighting when they should be pulling together and you know uniting with each other instead of like having all these lawyers and the court systems just pull it's like they're just ripping them all apart. Um, I mean, the most I've ever, <laughs> I mean, the most I've ever ever dealt with the court was a traffic court. So I've <laughs> never in my life yeah. seen, seen the, the, how corrupt a lot of it is. It's just very, it's really just, you know, it's kind of discouraging that the system is so broken where it's so much paperwork, so much back and forth. It, it should just be a much more um, simple process than, you know, all this just, it, it just seems, it just seems like it's um, it's like they get in their own way almost. Mm -hmm. They make it way too complicated. Do you think those lawyers are egging his siblings on? I mean, I don't know. I think. I think. I mean, I think they're. Yeah, I think some of them are. Yes. It just seems like they. You know, I mean, the thing about the thing about lawyers is like you know they. Um, I mean, I know there's some good lawyers out there. I have friends who are lawyers, but um, it seems that there are some who, you know, they, they just want, they just want money. And the longer they drag it out in the court system, the more money they make. Mm -hmm. Ted is always diplomatic. <laughs> <laughs> Marianne, Ted and I, um, uh, 
uh, our family friends, but we were also partners uh, uh-huh. for, for mm-hmm. many years. And um, Ted witnessed from day one, like he said, um, from when I went to my dad's house to supposedly identify him, uh, mm-hmm. that second when I got there and I knew something was wrong, he's the first person I called. And I mm-hmm. said, something not right here. I said, this, I don't know, the stench of evil would hit mm-hmm. me right away. And um, so, so Ted has witnessed me uh, through some pretty tragic times uh, during this. I think Ted sees worst of me mm-hmm. a lot because of this. Uh, so I'm very fortunate to have someone like him in my corner to uh, to be a soft spot, <laughs> a soft yeah. place. Because it's very, very, um, it's World War Three, <laughs> right? Right, because a lot of your a lot of your friends, maybe some of them just don't get it, and then they're tired of hearing about it, or they just they're busy. Don't... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ted lives it with me, uh, and I commend you, Ted, for that because <laughs> I, I mean to go through any court. Um, travesty with someone is just very i'm sure it's hard on you too as well i'm sure you have exhausting days yeah it's it's almost like what you know know, we were partners for seven seven years and you know we're still very close friends and it's um you know i I know some of his family members i've met them before he took me up to new york years ago so it's kind of like it's just kind of disheartening to see um Still, you know, see what they're doing. I just don't understand why they can't just be like, "Come on, let's stop this and you know work this out." But it just seems it just it just gets messier and messier. Um, and like you said, your grandmother's estate was settled in six months. There's no reason why this one can't be done. Yeah, that was with seven kids. You know, <laughs> it was like there were seven of them, and it was just like smooth, no problems, and it right. was um. It, it, I mean, it should. It's, sadly, I mean, it should be. I mean, it should be that way for everyone. I mean, it's sad to see when siblings are fighting over something their parents worked for their whole life, and then now the kids are fighting over it. It's, it's just very sad to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, and the way they're treating him isn't very nice mm-hmm. either. Uh, this is not helping the situation at no. all. Um. Yeah. You know. I can deal with the way they're treating me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's how my father was treated that uh, uh, bothers me because, you know, they're, uh, they're essentially robbing from the dead. And uh, that needs to be brought to light because uh, I hear so much, you know, oh, you know, he was 80 this, he was 80 that, uh, you know, almost almost um, uh, justifying it away, you know, like, well, he was old. Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but he was still my father. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> He'll still knock me out if I'm not doing the right thing. <laughs> so, um, uh, um, so it's it saddens me that um, people are so insensitive um, so unknowledgeable, uh, or maybe they just don't give a rat's ass, or excuse my language, uh, uh, about their parents. But um, 
I'm very emotional. I'm a very emotional person. I'm a very sensitive person. I shouldn't say emotional. Um, you know, I'm a very sensitive person because everything I do, I care about. If I don't do it, I don't care. About it. So, and if I do do it, I do it 110% because I'm one of four and we're twins. And there's a sense of competition there or at all times. <laughs> right. right. And, and I'm the best looking one. So I have to. <laughs> oh, you are. You are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I have to, you know, make sure. <laughs> so, you know, the ones that are stirring the pot really are your siblings because they could tell these lawyers, let's just end this and get it done. Yeah. Well, now they can't. It's, it's, uh, I'm presenting. Uh, I pres I put a motion in. Okay, so let's go back to wh where we are. Uh, the opposing attorney put a motion in to for a continuance. Again, trying to get me to uh, stall my hearing, get the judge to stall my hearing. And so I put a motion in for a a motion to deny his continuance based on the wrongdoing and the criminality. And so I was able to. Uh, Get it in there. <laughs> I, the, the whole thing of this, Marianne, uh, I've been fighting for is to get to the judge uh, regarding the wrongdoing and criminality within the uh, probate. And uh, the, everybody wants me to just get to the table and sign that contract and uh, sell that house. But And they all know, but it's what happened from from here to, you know, the sale of the house, that's the problem. And I, as a court appointed administrator, uh, cannot go to the table knowing everything that's been done behind the scenes. And they want me to shut up about it. And I'm not. Um, and they want me to be responsible for it. They want me to be financially responsible for it. And they want me to take the beating. And, and they want me to shut up too. And I'm not shutting up. Are mm -hmm. you crazy? Shut up. <laughs> right. It's like you have to stand up for yourself and your attorney isn't really helping you. No, he's at a neutral uh, position because uh, the, one of the defendants is now or may, uh, he may have, a, he may or may not have a conflict with. He will not answer the question. Why won't he I'm ask? Well, do you or do you not have a conflict with the defendant? Why won't he answer? That's a good question. <laughs> yeah, I mean, more confusion. <laughs> more, yeah, or just to, just to be oppositional, defiant, mm -hmm. and not ask um, to drag the case out. Yes. Well, from what I understand, uh, this particular defendant could be a potentially big client. Maybe uh, he's going to bring him more business than I'm going to. I don't know. I, that's just a guess. Uh -huh. I don't know nothing. Uh, that's just so wrong. Um, this should have been settled like mm -hmm. Ted's a long time ago. Yeah. I did everything my siblings asked me to, knowing the will went missing, knowing his house was ransacked, knowing they walked by his body 12 days knowing all of this and Ted can testify that I was willing to forgive them. Mm -hmm. I don't know how, and use their realtor, broker, 
Mm-hmm. Everyone else that they had at his house the day I arrived at, the very first day I arrived with my biohazard team to clean the realtor, their broker, and everybody else that they had in from the city of Fort Myers uh, on the property of my father's address as I pulled up. Uh, to, I didn't even know what I was pulling up to, truthfully. Right. But uh, they even made me walk over his remains twice. They purposely staged it so that I had to. And I know it because it was in my dad's life. I knew his habits. Mm-hmm. Now, wasn't the realtor also their attorney? Your opposing attorney is... Also a realtor? <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, well, the, uh, the buyer of the property is a realtor, but never discloses that to me. He's a buyer's agent. So who are the buyers? Mm-hmm. I wonder. Yeah. Who's hiding? <laughs> but yeah, it's all fishy. It's just yeah. well, Stephen, maybe I don't know, Linda, her husband, uh-huh. anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's all, uh, and that is why. Uh, see, but they don't want to buy the house. They want the house to go into foreclosure. They want to buy it for pennies. Right. And then you, when we were talking, you said they want to buy it for pennies and then flip it and sell it for a lot of money. Yeah. And cut me out of the, uh, cut me out of my share, have me with the lawyer's bills. And then they're going to sue me for the fake, for the, for the fraud in the contract that they're going to magically discover after the house is sold. Mm -hmm. And I, as the administrator will be responsible and they're going to sue the panther for me. And they're going to try to take my Gulf breeze house. It ain't gonna happen. Nobody's taking my house from us. Nobody. Because I have a surprise for them. <laughs> I keep my ace in the in, you know, <laughs> I don't show it. Right, right. I don't blame you. But that's the but- threat. That's the threat my twin sends me. Because you also had posted um, you know, like how he was treating you, talking to you on, you know. Uh, this, this is such a shame because I mean, I'm an only child and I always wanted siblings, but then I hear these stories and then I'm glad I don't have any. <laughs> Ted, Ted's laughing. Ted has, Ted has one son. And I always, I, when I first met Ted, I said, how come you only have one? I said, isn't that selfish? Are you scared? You know, like when you die, you know, he's going to be alone. Right? Nah. <laughs> right, Ted? Nah. <laughs> and, I, and I think he's glad he's on with child too. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, very, nah. <laughs> yeah. It's a, such a shame that all, all of this is going on and shame on these attorneys for putting you through this emotional stress and you as well, Ted. So, you know, when you watch your friends go through something like this. 
Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just heartbreaking to watch it. Just all you know, the, the role it's like a roller coaster ride with him and what he goes through, and it's it's just um, it's it's hard to watch. And you know, and, I, and back to what he was saying earlier, I do remember when you know when his father first passed away, they he did try to you know approach his siblings and work something out. And and they 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 resisted immediately. It was like they could have this could have been done what back in early twenty twenty one, and here it is. We're in twenty twenty three now. So it's it's just a shame that they wouldn't couldn't just all come to the table and and make this you know resolve this and be done with it instead of dragging it out so long. Yeah, you said it there because with their unwillingness. Uh, it seems that Tom is just easy to talk to and work with, and he even offered to work with them, and then they don't want to do it, and it's just too bad. Yeah, it just it just doesn't make sense to me. I'm like, why would you not? Why, why do you would you want this lingering in the background? Like, I would just feel like, you know, let's wrap this up and be done with it. And I, I don't understand why. Well, I would not want that stress of going through all this all the time. It just it's just it just it's just. Um, unfathomable to me like why somebody want to do that really mm -hmm. i can answer that for ted because you know ted's uh ted's thought process he can't he can, if you listen to him he said i can't understand that and the reason he can't understand that is because that's something that he just can't process because he would never do that that's not his structure um it's not my structure either but what i have learned from 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 dealing with this is that they have their own their own motives i have my motives and our motives are very different. My motive is to honor my father, or foremost, is to honor my father, um, give him peace that he deserves to move within the passing process, and then settle his affairs. Um, and that being rather with um, my siblings or heirs, whatever they call themselves, um, uh, and fairly. And, and I believe I've been more than fair. Oh, yes. Uh, mm -hmm. I gave everything away with my father's. I didn't keep anything. I kept one item. And uh, this is the only thing that's really of any importance to me. And it's a certificate that my private investigator found at his house, um, uh, essentially celebrating his uh, service time. Oh. And thanking him. And so to me, this is worth more money than anything. And um, what I learned is, is that, uh, again, they have their motives and I have my motives. And um, because, I think because I was in his life and because I loved him, it's not, it's not, it's, it's, it's hard for me to do what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. You know, they hated him. It's very clear they hated him. My twin, the way he talks about him, addresses him as a sperm donor, Gene. Gene, his name is Eugene, number one, was Gene. Um, the way he talked about him uh, expresses his anger in the uh, titles that he gives him. And and I could I could literally sometimes jump to the computer <laughs> because um, my dad is a upstanding citizen. He does everything by the book. He died with an 800 credit score. <laughs> that's how, you know, that's how he was just, he did the right thing no, no matter what, for the best of his knowledge, which was usually pretty good. Um, so, and for someone who 
uh, doesn't even support his autistic child, right? For him to talk about his father the way he does, I, I just, it's, mm, it, uh, there's, I can forgive them today. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's where I'm at. I can forgive them. Mm -hmm. I forgive them. I forgive them because um, when my mother passed away, she called me. She didn't talk to me the last 10 years of her life. And she called me for forgiveness. And I knew it was because she was meeting her creator. And I said to her, I said, you know, Ma, I said, I can't forgive you. I said, because you had 50 years to, to make this better. And you chose now. I said, I can't forgive you. I said, but I love you because you're my mom. And I'll always love you. And uh, she passed away. So she left a note. <laughs> she left a note. Oh, no. Just, start, just starting a whole mess. You know, she was, uh, everybody told me my whole life, write a book. Write a book. Christina. Yeah. <laughs> Some of these so, nightmares are so, they, they should be a book or. It will be a book. Yeah. It will. It, it will be a book. It's in the works. Oh, good. Yeah, it's a, it's definitely in the works. Um, so I I have lived the whole life of uh, iron, I, I, irony. Everything in my life is ironic. Uh-huh. It's not coincidence. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, but I've, I, but you know, you will learn to adapt to things and, um, You know, you. Uh, I can't hate my family. <laughs> yeah. I can't hate them because uh, your family, no matter what, at the end of the day, is your family. Oh, you're and, right. But it doesn't mean I like them, and it doesn't mean I want to break bread. Um, there's one person in particular that I hope can. Um, can justify or can uh, their acts and be uh, have mercy. I hope that there's mercy upon that person, mm -hmm. but I don't ever want to see them again. We'll talk about right because I feel that person at, during our younger years was a totally different person. And I feel she's, she's, be, she's being influenced by the males of her life. I will just go ahead. In the males of her life, um, because they're dominant and she's uh, more passive. And I believe she's scared. And I believe that, um, you know, it's like being in a bad marriage. Mm -hmm. if, if it's toxic, you become toxic. If one is toxic, the toxic spreads like cancer. My father always said to me, when there's toxicity in, in any relationship, it spreads like cancer. He mm -hmm. said, so, so if you have toxic people around you, you got to cut them out like cancer because it, it'll spread and you will become that cancer. And so I believe that's what happened to my sister um, because my sister in court says that we were close and I always correct it. No, we weren't close. We were very close. Mm -hmm. We were very close. Um, we we talk every single day of our lives. Every single day, we were on the phone talking about something. 
So, uh, you know, this was already God, it's the years that we haven't done that. And uh, I know the person who she really is. And that's why I, I hope that there's some uh, leniency or whatever. I hope she can get out of it. I do. Because mm -hmm. uh, she, she has a grandchild. And I think of the baby, you know. And uh, so I, I hope so. I hope she, she can. But I'm not helping. I'm right. going to be right there fighting her because mm -hmm. she fought me. Right, right. And uh, I would have never for... There isn't a hundred million dollars. There isn't a, a, a man enough money on this earth to have turned me against my sister. Mm -hmm. My brothers. <laughs> How many so in, million? <laughs> in your childhood, you had a pretty harmonious childhood with your siblings. Oh no! I, I, no. <clears throat> Answer that. No. It was harmonious at different times. You know, I, 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 don't, I don't know if you can have um, happiness or harmony uh, for any given state of time. Right. I think that, that it, it's, uh, it comes. It's, it's, it's waves of it, right? And so for us, because there was four of us, uh, I was the best looking one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, I think because there was four of us and we were pretty close in age that uh, harmony was like gold. Mm -hmm. You know, as, as children, all four of us took to music mm -hmm. in one way or another. And um, my uh, Stephen uh, actually plays and, and really gets down into it um my sister my stuff and my older brother kind of used music to soothe us mm -hmm. because uh, we didn't have parents that were able to do that for us they were too busy fighting to keep a roof over a head uh you know food on the table and and, and their marriage together so mm -hmm. and i understood that by an early age that that was what was happening mm -hmm. um so it made me appreciate them more, actually. Mm -hmm. It's easy to go through things when it's harmony, right? When it's harmony. Right. But they did it um, in the world, in War of the Roses, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So uh, I actually became grateful to the chaos because the chaos is uh, where I found I, as an adult, thrived the most. Put me under a chaos. I'll have that baby cleaned, organized, shining. <laughs> because that's what I do. You know, Ted, what what do you think? I mean, how long do you think all of this will take to wrap up from someone you know, like on the outside looking in? I mean, it's 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 just kind of hard to say. I mean, it's. I mean, hopefully it will be soon, but it just keeps, you know, keeps seem to be dragging out, which is a frustrating part. I know, you know, when you think it's almost at the end and then like it drags out more. I mean, it's because all that really needs to be done is they can get into the, you know, they sell the house and be done with it. It should wrap up pretty quickly, but it's just a matter if they all will cooperate and do the right thing. Mm -hmm. But um, I mean, I'm hoping it's going to be like, you know, very soon, but 
Um, I mean, I, I personally can't see what else, you know, what else, I mean, I hate to say that, but what else can they do? <laughs> it's like, you don't want them to find something else yeah. to do, drag it out. <laughs> but it's like, you know, how it's like just, you know, it's like, can't they just get together and just be done with it? I mean, it's been almost two years now. So it's like, why do they, you know, why did they want to keep dragging it out longer and longer? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, I wonder why don't they just put it into mediation and then get it mediated and then done? If that could happen in the, in the real world, if that could happen. Maybe a year ago, I could have. Now, um, the, I, I can't even be in the same. Okay. It's at, it's at that point. Yeah, um, it got that bad. Well, when 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 someone wants you in jail for uh, a crime you didn't commit that they committed, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, that pretty much seals the deal for me. <laughs> right. Um, uh, so, yeah, um, maybe last year, not this year. Um, I think that one thing that Ted had said is that uh, just sell the house. But more importantly, it's not just sell the house. It's sell the house um, without any fraud. Mm -hmm. Because I could go in there tomorrow and sign that contract <laughs> and right. you know, sign away and, and, and go along with the program. Um, but morally, um, hmm. because of my father and uh, who he was, uh -huh. I just can't, I can't. <laughs> well, you want to do the right thing. Yeah. And the more they push me, the more I'm pushing back. Mm -hmm. So why? You know, I think I, I, I hope I sent the message of um, I'm not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's because of Ted that he's one of the people that got me this far because he's, uh, he's financially invested in this too. Uh, so it's not only emotional. Mm -hmm. Ted has a lot of money on the line because of this. And so uh, it's affected every area of my life mm -hmm. with people who I genuinely care about. So, um, yeah, it, it's it's big stuff, man. <laughs> it is. And I'm so sorry, you know. I'm, so when you filed this motion to deny the continuance, did you hear back from that or not yet? We, well, you know, it took a week to get that done. <laughs> and, and and the wording, right? We had to go back and forth with the wording, you know, 600 times a day, uh, essentially. And uh, the tricks that they play, these lawyers, uh, well, the, the, the lawyers that have been involved in my case, <laughs> the tricks that they play, the word games, um, man, they're they, I think I said to Ted a couple of times, man, they'll do anything to not see me at a hearing or for me to have my say. Anything. I mean, anything. And um, through the process, I have lost all respect for uh, my twin, my sister. Um, my sister, I just, I feel um, she hasn't, she's, she's a silent She's a silent, um, she's a silent killer. <laughs> yeah. She's not in the front line, you know, she's way in the back. So um, I don't think we've gotten to her yet. 
mm-hmm. have a feeling something else is coming up. Um, and her husband, who's a retired police officer. Mm-hmm. Um, so there might be something coming up. But the good news is I accomplished what I needed to accomplish. And all I wanted to accomplish was to get the wrongdoing and criminality part into the judge's hands so she can read it and make a decision. Mm-hmm. Is this man, you know, is Thomas worth listening to at least? Right. Because I think if she makes that decision to listen to me, I think she'll agree with pretty much everything I'm saying. Because uh, since my father passed away, I have given the, um, the evidence to a lot of people here in Gulf Breeze, who I know, in and out of my life. I'll talk to the cashier in the supermarket about it. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> I just give them a little piece of it. And then at the end, I say, so tell me, if you had to, if you had to vote guilty or not guilty, what would you say? There hasn't been one not guilty yet. Mm-hmm. And Ted will tell you who I had. I talked to everybody about it. Ted will tell you. Um, <laughs> you <know. laughs> it's my dad. <laughs> you know, who more important than your parent? Who is more important than your parent? I, I don't see anybody more important than my parent. Mm-hmm. My parents. And, and I just, uh, they're the mini creator. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, even yeah. though I may have not gotten along with my mother and whatever happened throughout life, she's still my mother. I still see her in a different light than everybody else in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, I took, um, there was a lot of things that I understood was happening to me in my life with my mother that only my mother could get from me. Yeah. Because she's my mother. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with my dad. Mm-hmm. My siblings can't get away with what my mother and father did. Mm-hmm. They're trying. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't having Yeah. Well, you know, you have to go with your gut and do the right thing and make sure the right thing is being done. I- I'm so glad you came on to give us this update. Is there anything else you would like to add? Um. February 1st is my hearing. <laughs> okay. Pray for me. Pray for my dad that uh, we get the peace and answers that we need, that I need to have closure and allow my dad to finally authentically rest in peace mm-hmm. because he deserves it. He uh, he fought for my freedom and he fought for everyone else's freedom on earth right now. And so I can't help but to owe it to him to make sure he gets it. And um, this week I learned I have a new calling in life. What they took from him, I'm going to spend the rest of my life making sure he gets it back. And so you're that's a my wonderful new son. You're a wonderful <laughs> son. And Ted, you are a wonderful best friend. Family, oh my God! <laughs> I thank you both for coming on, but uh, don't jump off. And and Tom, I will put your um, contact info in the podcast notes. But um, don't awesome, jump off. awesome. Mary, <laughs> Mary, thank you so much for for having uh, myself and, and Ted today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yes, most definitely. I'm glad to have your input as well.
So uh, don't jump off Slam the Gavels, a podcast to help the public understand what really goes on in these family court rooms. I am your host, Marianne Petrie, author of Dismantling Family Court Corruption, Why Taking the Kids Was Not Enough, and Cry Out for Justice, Poems of Truth. Please join us again in the future with Thomas Pepe and his friend Ted Long, maybe if he wants to come back on and give us another update. So I thank you both. Thank you, Marianne.